everybody. This is Grace, and you are listening to the 16th episode of Gen Divide, which is a part two to episode 15, our rad review. So definitely listen to that one first, and if you can, watch the movie. Let's do it. Yeah, I just, I, I was just, uh, the lady just standing up and it was like, it was like, we need, I'm here to make sure that crew gets in this race in yeah. 45 minutes yes. later, which is a very 80s, there's a lot of movies in the oh, 80s yeah. that did this. Hoosiers. Rather, yes, oh yes, yeah. big time. So anyway, so um, just a few other little like tidbits. They go to their shack or their little hangout. And they're eating a cereal. Do you remember this? Yes, with their gloves on. With their gloves on. <laughs> they never take their gloves they're off, though, gloves right? Off. I just figured that was a given. <laughs> yeah. Why would you take your gloves well, off? I think it would be like, okay. so we immediately <laughs> jump to a scene where he's pouring a bowl of kicks, but the yes. little yes. milk carton the that's kicks. hard to open with your bare fingers yes. is already open. And I'm like, how did he open that with gloves okay, on? There's so no way. I'm going to throw this. I just asked Grace this question. Grace comes to the door with. A 17-year-old bike rider who constantly wears his gloves. Oh what God. do you say? What do you say? What do you say to Grace? You're like, hey, seriously, you can't date a guy who wears gloves all the I time. I think the, the the really special thing. I feel like Grace and I would just immediately kind of laugh together. Would y'all do the dance together? It would what, become the a guy's bit. Like, yes. What's <laughs> With him in the middle, he's like, uh, "Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go ride my bike again." Uh, Gotta go. Uh, the, I'm going out um, to ass slide. Maybe I'll see you later. <laughs> it's time for us to fall in love, Aunt Becky. Why don't we go sliding? Oh, um, the the we mentioned the cop earlier. He's this big, very. Uh, he's awesome. He's awesome, but he's very. Um, Stereotypical 80s yes. cop. Yeah. He's got these yeah. huge, Very much. huge chips boots. Yeah. He's Mustache. bald. They call him Glasses. skinhead, which is super <laughs> uncomfortable. But it is Sergeant Smith, right? Sergeant Smith, yeah. Yes. And he's going to help save the day. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of what did you think of skinhead, Grace? <laughs> um, well, the main thing I noticed was his bike that he had. This like really big... Police bike. Lots of saddlebags. Yes. Yes. It reminded me more of a snowmobile than an actual, I guess, bike that I've seen. Did you find it believable that a cop with a six-ton motorcycle would go to the shack of some transient no. kids and be like, just, as they were eating kicks. Yeah, yeah. is that just his pastime? Are kicks still around? I don't think so. I don't know. I, no, but I just I looked it up and I see some it. boxes with Paw Patrol on them. So oh, man. We're it is in. still. Did you it. like kicks? I loved kicks. Uh, wasn't it just like had, a fat rice crispy? It was like it, it's like a round. Like it. it was more like a uh, like a rabbit pellet <laughs> of <laughs> popped corn. Yeah, they're really okay. pushing the corn thing yes, on these boxes. So it's healthy, obviously. It's yeah. healthy. <laughs> it's got vegetables. They're really pushing that. <laughs> There's no way they have like a little fridge in that shack, though. For the, that milk's just sitting there, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or they've got it from school, like Napoleon with his tots. The line there the, of Sergeant Smith's here, and he mm-hmm. wants to play like that. <laughs> yeah. So creepy. There are so many, there are so many lines they delivered where it was like, why did you say it like that? So, so many times, it, it, it's the same thing with the yeah. When Katie's like ignoring him or whatever, but I just thought like, did director Hal Needham ever think like, let's reshoot that? That doesn't feel right, Bill. Let's do this in a different no, way. There's not a snowball's chance. Yeah. I think the movie costs like three million to make. No time to recut. Uh, so <laughs> if it's like times two point five would would be it, that basically. The movie costs like seven million dollars today, which they'll spend mm-hmm. on like a, 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 a Super Bowl indie. ad. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like seven million is nothing now. So, yes. um, the, so after all of that goes on, we have this parade scene. So the the professional bikers show up. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we're still not. Tw- I'm, we're twenty minutes into the movie, so crew meets Aunt Becky, but. The way that he meets Aunt Becky is one of my favorite parts of this movie. 
Do you remember? Little you meat know, cute. Yes. Do you know? Not it the, not, it before is before the meat cute. It's one of my favorite quotes of the movie. Happens in this scene. Okay, but this is before. Yeah. This no. is before. This is in the parade. Okay, so they're in the is parade, he's right? Like, hey, hold it! Yeah, the, when so she's the, trying to run him over because says, he opened the. This is gate. so un-American. <laughs> what does that even now, mean? What, what, what does she, she mean but, by no, that? What does she say right after that? This is so un-American. She says, "This is so un-American." I have a cake in the. Yes, oven. exactly. Oh gosh! But she's holding a flag. <laughs> yeah, she has what the flag you, that everybody else the parade. watching the parade yeah. has. What? I don't it know. looked like she and was then, handing them to people. Why, like she why was couldn't anyone else move hired. the barricade? Why was Crew the only one that she's like, young man, will you help me? And he's like, yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> it's just like, why is the town that big where she can't just miss move. this parade <laughs> that's like four blocks long? <laughs> she has to. And here's another thing. The worst kind of traffic to get into is parade traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That cake's burning, lady. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going yeah. down. It's going down because she's got to get through the good. end of the parade. Yeah, it's so un-American it's so to block her well, like that. The, the, way, the way that she was outside of the barricade, and it looked like she was handing people flags like that's what the, she was there to do. Like that was a job somebody but, had but, given her at the city but, meeting. What? <laughs> Why did she go, this is so un-American? I have a cake in the oven. Two guys wrote this movie. I don't know if they did it like separately or together. Yeah. But I just imagine them sitting there going, okay, so everybody at this parade's got flags, right? Yeah, okay. Typing it into like the final draft. Uh, so why is this thing un American? Well, uh, she's got a. Maybe she has a cake in the oven. That's fantastic. Let's she's got a cake. She's got to get home. But here's the thing there's so much of this movie where you can tell that after the fact. Like in editing, they've gone back and done like additional dialogue recording. Mm-hmm. For example, when the Michael Young twins leave the dance and they're like, we're out of here. And then all of a sudden, nobody's mouth's moving, but the twins are like, hey, we'll see you later. Yeah, we'll and be one of the, later. And one of the girls go, or like, like yep. they're going to go party. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see you later. But nobody's talking. It's yeah. just like they just kind of turn and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And they're, but they're all talking. And it's like the DJ. Like uh-huh. we never see the DJ, yes. but he's just there. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but there's that's throughout the movie, which enhances it so much. It does. Uh, mm-hmm. This is so un-American. I have a cake in the oven <laughs> because there's nothing more patriotic than <laughs> exactly. funfetti cake. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Aunt Becky and crew meet based upon this lady. There's so many twists of fate in this movie. Yes. <laughs> if Mrs. Gray doesn't stand up, if the henchman doesn't say qualifier, yeah. like crew is just, it's a miracle. This movie is a it miracle. Is an absolute miracle. But so they look at each other. Aunt Becky looks like she's, she's a professional bike rider. Yeah. Yes. She looks like she should be in like a babysitter's club movie. She looks extremely young. Aunt oh, Becky yeah. looks extremely yeah. young here. Uh, so they make eye contact. Uh, crew gives her the what's up. Starts doing some tricks. What does he do? Skinhead pulls up. Crew and his crew do what? They take vault off. out. Jump a Volkswagen. He <laughs> lands. He, he doesn't jump the Volkswagen. He goes he over rides it, yeah. the Volkswagen, <laughs> which doesn't dent. By the way, did you see that? Oh yeah. <laughs> that thing must have been made out of tank metal. I was thinking like there was probably a dent he left there. The, but... Like that station wagon in the beginning has to be caved in. Yeah. That Volkswagen has to be caved <laughs> yes. in. Like they had to reinforce That's all just how those they were made things. In the 80s. Oh, there's no doubt. But anyway, so we get into the main. Uh, part of the plot, which takes us to one of my favorite scenes, which is qualifying. Yeah. And the, the qualifying is actually really well done. And I think it's because yes. the director is like a former stuntman. He did Smokey and the Bandit and some of those other movies. But like those are, that's a, those are, that's a fun scene, and it's got my favorite song in the whole movie. Thunder. Thunder in your heart. Do it. Give it to us. Uh, well, so... I feel like I threw him for a loop by saying give it to us. The thing that crew has to do in the qualifying is, and this is another plot hole that I want to talk about. Oh, okay. So crew has to basically finish in the top 20 of all these riders. Yes. And he basically has to be in the top three in every race that he's in. If mm-hmm. he wins a race, he, he gets bumped yeah. in. But he has to be in the top three in every race, right? So he never wins a race. No. He gets like second in one, like the last yeah. race, right? Isn't it Bart always in front of him? Well, Bart wins no. one, the, like the first race and he's done. Yeah, because like yeah. yeah, he, he was like, automatically yeah, in. Yeah, he okay. wasn't in the other ones. So 
um, you, uh, so he has to race like six or seven races and we see him progressively getting more and more exhausted. Uh, evidently when he's racing, the racetrack doesn't apply to him. Yeah. He's constantly going yeah. off the track Take and no one ever calls I him. Calls I wasn't I sure it. if that was like allowed or not. Well, Obviously. nobody else is doing it either. He's jumping <laughs> hay bales. Yeah. Like I have all this stuff. He goes down this like really scary like cliff. Yeah. yeah. And like cuts through and then like, at the that, last race he falls and he's gets the hometown kid he knows all the back kid. roads yeah that's not the part i would try to cut on though that part is scary enough as it is yeah, i think right um so uh is that did anybody else like that scene of oh, the yeah. uh, of the qualifying i really enjoyed the Crashing into the water mm-hmm. scenes that yes. happened. <laughs> I think that was Dylan's favorite part of the movie. The second time we watched it, I made Dylan come join us because it was amazing. She refused the first time, but I insisted she watched it the second time. And I think that was her favorite part, the way like on that turn when the people would just get kind of edged off yes. and, yes. Derek's MacBook Pro. and oh, fly gosh. into the water. <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> I had not favorite. done that yet. So Sorry about that. You, um, we're paired. Well, we're not... It was playing, but it's not playing. Anyway, okay. uh, we'll figure it out here in a sec. We may have to do it. You're back from HBO uh, Max. <laughs> but I did want to read real super fast. I wanted to read the lyrics to Thunder in Your Heart. So this song plays during the montage of races, which honestly is pretty good. And uh, it's as if now the soundtrack is huge. People are still in love with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But it's as if it is written directly for what you're seeing on screen. Yeah. Like I feel like a guy's got a microphone yeah. off to the side, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, so here's the music, mm-hmm. and we just want you to narrate basically what's going on yes. screen." If you're listening, close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so basically, here's there's not really a like a chorus in this song, but there is sections. Uh, and well, I guess this is the chorus. But basically, the chorus is, and remember, crew is writing. Racing other people at this time. Uh, It says, because there's thunder in your heart. Every move is like lightning. But the shadow's in the dark, and you're weak to break it. There's a fire going to start, and you know they're going under. The other (laughs) racers, mind you. That's not part of the song. You can light the dark when they hear your heart of thunder. Take that, Bill Shakespeare. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) But anyway, he's doing it. It's as if somebody is just sitting there, and that's... The songs are not only great, but the fact that they're basically narrating what you're seeing on screen makes it even double great. Well, in the interview we watched that was with the director, basically it said, or he says how they were listening to a lot of popular songs from that time, and then he was being told, you can't afford that. You can't afford Mm -hmm. that. So he was like, well, do something that sounds like that. Right, exactly. So it fits that time very well. It uh, leads basically um, to... Okay, so Cruz, he, Crew forges his mom's name to get into Hell Track on the form. Wesley Actually, does. Wesley. Okay, so do we want to talk about the little sister right now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so there's a little sister. Her name is Wesley. She's 10, maybe? Yeah. What would you, what would you how would you phrase or, or uh, uh, describe Wesley? <laughs> she's a little feisty, sassy, but she's adorable. She loves her brother. And yeah. she's an overcusser. <laughs> and I think that you could argue that she may be the first, like, when people started deciding that ki- uh, cursing kids, kids that are cussing, is, like, mm-hmm. fun and cute. Like, <laughs> yeah. you might argue that she was one of the first. Most cuss words mm-hmm. in the movie, for sure. Right? Oh, there's yeah. no doubt. I mean, Crew yeah. has a couple. Yeah. I mean, and I yeah. there's not... I There's like one where he says back to Aunt Becky right. when she says you over rotated. Yeah. And that was when we oh, were yeah. in school, that was a big uh uh that was a big quotable. Yes. Where we mm-hmm. talked about that scene a lot. But yeah. she they they just said like, What if we just get a ten year old? She's not really gonna have anything to do except be a cheerleader for her brother, mm-hmm. but she's gonna say the S word a lot. Yeah. Can that <laughs> that work? So hey, real Al quick like, yes. before I forget. So the little girl, she's not little or whatever, she's 10 or whatever, she won an award for that performance. Wow. Really? Her name is Laura Jacoby, and she won a Young Artist Award for like the best young performance for 
Like, I just wonder if it's like something made up. Did her parents make yeah, up an award? Yeah. But it's in IMDb as one nomination, one win for Rad, and it's for this this little girl, Overcusser, and her performance in Rad. Oh my wow. gosh. How about that? I'm looking up That's too. Crazy. She was also an Uncle Buck a few years after. Really? That. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. She's I don't know if she's the little girl in that or not, but So the mom, back to the mom real quick. The mom doesn't want Crew to give up his career or not his career, his 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 education. Mm-hmm. And there's an obstacle that had become an 80s an, another 80s movie staple. What was the obstacle, Scott, from him preventing him from being the the race at Hell Track is the same day as the SATs. His SATs, oh. another obstacle. Which, Hence, Adrian Balboa. Oh my gosh, she doesn't want him to. She doesn't want him to race because he's going to get hurt. He forges her name on the Hell Track deal. He tries to use the passed away father as the yes. dad would want that's, me to do this, yes. and she's like, "Well, he's not here anymore," and storms out. Yes. That's the part. That's the part of the movie that didn't really Again, sink in until this time. Five, we were just add watching. five it. minutes. All we need is five yeah. minutes. 80s, 80s movie trope is a dead parent as yeah. a motivating force uh-huh. for yeah. that's a another, little bit like, more cliche. with that, and it would have fit a lot better. But uh, the um, so the mom. I, that's what I, I wanted to play a clip. To kind of show the dialogue a little bit because she is at home doing laundry and just decides that she wants to watch some BMX racing. Sure. (laughs) Have you ever known your mom to just like turn on like... No. Like no. I just already know it's no. Like jet ski races on, NB, <laughs> no. on NBC Sports or something. It's always it was always Ellen when I was younger. Ellen. It was either Ellen or what not to wear. The, the yeah. point is, is that she's not turning on the BMX, even if it's no. a local. Even it, if they yeah, had jet ski races at popular. Lake Bridgeport, do you think that she would turn it on? No. Exactly. So she's at home. She's lawn. She's doing laundry. She's doing ironing. ironing. She turns it on, and within like twelve seconds of this nationally televised qualifier which by the way is at like is that like uh wise county park, park yeah <laughs> there are speed bumps there's speed bumps on the road yeah. in the yes. track uh which the bmxers always have a good time with oh, popping yeah. wheelies over yes and she hears her son's name and she curses and runs down to the park he has just qualified uh he mm-hmm. got second in the last race so he qualifies for the race all his friends hoist crew up <laughs> on his he's bike. Putting the bike's yeah, in the air. The he's putting, <laughs> yes, he's putting his. He's, he's pumping his helmet in the air. He turns around and there's mom. Yep. Right? Yes. And mom has is so furious. She's gone all the way from ironing down to the track to either pull him off the track or whatever. And the scene mm-hmm. that I have queued up is. Crew in less than 60 seconds convincing his mother that she should let him delay the SATs and do the deal. But it's like, to me, like the perfect example of the dialogue in the movie, which ain't Mm -hmm. that great, but is great. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And the fact that nothing makes sense in this movie because the whole thing is about how mom is going to be so upset if she catches him. And anyway, so I don't know if this is going to work. Do you want to try? It's going to work. Okay. I. Trust okay, me. I am connected. Okay. All right. So I'm going to try this. It's just the audio of the conversation. So the mom has walked up to crew. You defied me. didn't do it to hurt you. It's not me you're hurting. You're willing to sacrifice building a solid future for a bicycle race. It's very self-destructive. Would you try to understand... The only thing I'm good at is riding this bike. And now I have a chance to be the best. Maybe the best in the world. I can take those SATs anytime, maybe in six months. But this is the only opportunity I'll ever have like this. I started out as one in a thousand. Now it's one in twenty. Now to give that up, I think that would be very self-destructive. She's convinced. So dramatic. So great. I want you to make me a promise that in six months you'll take those SATs no matter what. No matter what, I promise. She smiles at him and turns around and walks off. Mom? (laughs) Thanks. She gives him like a half smirk and then she just disappears. So, So two things from that scene. One... 
the six month thing all comes from mm-hmm. Aunt Becky's little sister. Remember yes. Aunt Becky says, well, my little sister did it like six months later right. or whatever. Yeah. And they all glammed the six months. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is when we remake this movie, that's the scene where we want um, the you've got one shot, one opportunity to do Eminem song. Right. You know what yes. I mean? That's it right there. That's the perfect uh, scene for that right there. Mm-hmm. He basically says the lyrics. That's probably where Eminem yeah. was inspired for it's, that. Probably. Yes. There's no doubt. But uh, so he qualifies for the race. We get that wonderful scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Duke Bess decides. Here's the thing. This is the plot <laughs> hole. Let's talk about this plot hole real quick. <laughs> Duke Best and his henchmen, by the way, real quick, 80s, uh, something you only saw in the 80s. He and, and the henchmen had a two-foot-long sleeve of popcorn and 12-ounce Cokes, which yeah. were like the biggest a Coke got. Like with but no were, ice, too, you they, could tell. Yeah. <laughs> but they were both oh holding these gigantic sleeves of popcorn, yes. and they start eating him. Of course, Duke Best is already in the tank. Uh, yeah, he and angry. Not, he, the announcer basically announces that Crew Jones is qualified for Hell Track, and it's like as if he hasn't been paying attention to this thing that's really super important yeah. to his financial <laughs> well-being because he yes. like – Looks at the henchman and he goes, uh, did you find out who that kid was? And he's like, well, I've been real busy, dude. And the kid, so here's the thing. Duke becomes obsessed with this kid mm-hmm. that he's going to take on Bart Taylor, right? Yeah. Yes. He raced seven or eight races and never won one of them. Why would you be concerned yeah. with the kid? Mm-hmm. Because we need him to be because of the yeah. deal, right? So Duke tries to bribe crew with his own... Riding here's another thing too, like just don't win the race and you can have this like contract. Yeah, you'll be a star yeah. and you'll be a star. And to be honest with you, it sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, like Crew should <laughs> just take it. Yeah, like he'll be his father with, wouldn't want him to do that no, with his girlfriend <laughs> on tour. Uh, he'll be with Aunt Becky on tour, yeah, alone without mom around. Yeah, he's getting like fifty grand. He's already getting ten grand because he's the one the qualifier. Again, a 30-second flashback scene with the father doing something that said mm-hmm. winning is all that matters. If, you yeah. know I mean. if it was something just like the Ricky that. Bobby, if yes, you first, exactly. you last. <laughs> yes, that's all we needed right there. And Because he does it. What's he yell at him? Me and you, we don't think the same. Or yeah. Like right. Yeah. The father could have been brought up there and when he's talking to his mom after he qualifies, maybe. Well, he's just well I guess a, he probably thought maybe that, that route's not going to work. Cruz he already got tried such it. such high moral standards in that moment, but yet he right. skipped the SAT and lied to his mom. Right. And forced, forced, her, her signature, forced her signature. Or had Punky Brewster do it at least right? or whatever. So, I don't know. Um, I know that there's like... The thing of it is, is like we're supposed to believe that Duke Best is this really evil guy who... Is concerned about this kid who never mm-hmm. won a race to qualify, <laughs> yeah. and then like Bart Bart Connor slash Taylor has all this pressure on him to win, but he's never really menacing, and he's no. never really yeah. over the top, and they really don't make him confrontational because no. he's all. not worried. I think he recognized well he didn't win any of the qualifying races. He's, he is in love with Aunt Becky, which we see in one scene. Yeah. Yes. There are some deleted scenes, I think, that are on the internet. But I think, too, like, this is, oh. it's setting him up the same way, really, like, it makes him a much softer character than Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. Right. But it's the same thing. It's all driven by a greedy adult. Right. As to why this right. kid, Bart, his, is his, the one we're rooting you're against. You're saying Duke Best yeah. is Duke an al- Best. alcoholic sensei. The alcoholic Duke <laughs> Best. <laughs> And Burton Timmer's right. misguided right. hopes for the city so have put us here. Duke Best tries to bribe crew. Mm-hmm. He fails. So he decides he's just going to make new rules and just bounce crew that way. So they create this t-shirt company on the fly. Yeah. They mm-hmm. create Ink and Stitch on the fly. Basically <laughs> phenomenal. And here's the <laughs> with that. I don't know. Maybe this is how it was done in the 80s. But instead of buying red t-shirts... They, they have white T-shirts that they dye, dye red, and then have a stencil made. A stencil mm-hmm. made, they and they paint. paint with black paint. Black paint, not ink. It doesn't look like because they're rolling it on with yeah. like a roller you paint they, your and house with. Drying the shirts with iron. So they sell like how much in shirts? And they trade that off. Mm-hmm. So the kids that come and work 
are getting their homework done for free. Oh, I forgot yes. about that. I forgot that about compensation. that. Compensation. So it's just like, they hey, have, yeah. come print and dye shirts for eight hours, and we'll do your biology homework for you. It looked like this was it was taking place in the school too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. and like a, like they at a, a night. They had a homework sweatshop set <laughs> yes. up in the school in the biology lab. <laughs> What was funny is, is they're like, oh, what is this? And he's like, it's biology. And they're like, oh, I know exactly where that needs to go. Yeah. And they like walk it over. That belongs in line two. Line that belongs two. in line two. <laughs> yes. So uh, they set up this T-shirt shop, sell T-shirts. I think they were only supposed to make, uh, was it the 10 grand? They were on their way to making like $500. And they, yes. right. and they had to make $10 a shirt 50. and they had sold 50 shirts. Well, and yes. the second new rule. The first mm-hmm. new rule was you had to have a sponsor. The second new oh, rule right, right, was right. the sponsor had to have fifty thousand dollars in sales. In the yeah, yeah. sales, and so he kind of delivers so that. The guy who Ray Walston, Mister Hand, Mister Timmer steps up because they need forty eight thousand, forty nine thousand five hundred yeah. bucks. But the thing is, is you don't have to pay that, right? No, no, I messed up. I messed up. Timmer. Pays for some of it, but they have another city council meeting. Yes. yes. And, and a lot of people fork over, I think, like 20 And do you see who the accountant is? Is it Mrs. Gray? It's no, it's he's such a nice boy. It's Miss. Oh, this is gosh. an American. Oh, oh. It's all coming back. She's the one that does the accounting. Remember, they try to, her and Skinhead, <laughs> try to raise the money on their own. They raise like twenty five grand. They're like twenty two and a half short. And yeah. Timmer is in the back of the meeting, like looking kind yes. of quizzically mm-hmm. at the dude. As he like, does yes. a few times, as he does the first time Mrs. Gray speaks, he sits up and like does a yes. thinking man pose. Yes. And then, <laughs> yes, and then he decides that he hates rich people, even though he's one of those because yeah. he wants mm-hmm. to stick it to Duke Best because he's sick of Duke Best. Yeah. So he pays, and Crew gets into the final race at Hell Track. And we set up our climax of the movie. Did I miss anything? I don't think. Uh, let me look through my notes. I did have a couple things I wanted to talk about real quick before we get to the climax. One was the the scene of, okay, so at the dance, Aunt Becky and our hero oh, yes. do the I, bike dance. Yeah. So the next day, she says they see each other and they basically, so that, they're biking along, and she said, man, this town's beautiful. It must be a lot of fun. He's like, you want to see fun? Come on. And they go to Ass Slide. So they're at the top of this, like, say, <laughs> I feel like this is a favorite part of the movie. 60-foot <laughs> slide. Then, yeah, this would have been my second. It doesn't quite beat the twins. Well, to, to back up a second, when the dance is over, that people surround them. Yeah. yeah. And he and, takes off. And he takes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he clearly doesn't like all the But here's the thing. Maybe. This is the thing about the attention. He shows up at the dance and starts doing tricks, tricks outside, outside yeah. the dance. Yeah. So all of a sudden now he's super nervous got about a the attention. Too real. Got, got a little too real. Got a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's, he's also falling in love with Aunt Becky. Well, kind of. Well, leave? we don't know that. We kind of think, like, your thought at that point is she digs him. And then when he takes her to Ass Slide, which was obviously where he was going to take Katie, I guess. But so they go down <laughs> this 60 foot slide off the side of a hill that ends in Lake Bridgeport. And it is has in to be slow warm. motion. Has to be warm. Has to be. Well, no. Did you hear Needham's comments no, on the DVD? Uh-uh. So the the water was ice cold. Oh, I imagine. And that they had one shot, and he didn't tell them it was ice cold. So their natural reaction oh, in that wow. is, the, and he shot it from two different angles. But my point being that this was my note. <laughs> I said the slide scene slow mo felt like an SNL skit. <laughs> And then right after that, with a big star next to it, I put back hug too soon. <laughs> because too- the next scene is they splash in the water, and then it just kind of shoots to them. And again, all they share this amazing right. bike dance. But they're and still, obviously they're not on slide. the bank. They're still in the river, right? Yes, they're standing yeah. like out in the middle on yeah. just a dry spot. And he is completely like wrapped around her, giving her a back hug, having yes. a conversation. I'm just like... I don't know when I first back hugged Amy, 
But it wasn't just seconds after ass was slide. It, was it like after she put the last contact up on the block, but still you came up behind her? Just, you were, and she just like put, it was put probably, her head in your shoulder and y'all just kind of sat there? It was in Walmart after that dude chased us down looking oh, for Jodie Foster's contact. Um, but it just felt like, was that a little too soon? Well, it was their I fell in love montage, and yes, then it's over. Yes. And now we know they're in love, and they're, Again, they're stuck mm-hmm. together for the rest of the movie. Very hurried. You know, oh, what I mean? yeah. I, I, yeah. Give me give me two and a half more minutes of like, hey, they have an awesome conversation. They you know why gaze did, into why each other's he, eyes. Why didn't he show like Katie on the bank like er like grumbling yeah, like exactly? Oh, that could have been me and cruising the hell track race now. And yeah, all that good stuff. We need it more, Katie. In this for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, but here's one of the my favorite one of my favorite shots in the dance sequence is the they have like the little um, the high beam and he. Mm-hmm. Jumps up yes. on the high beam and pogo's on the high beam, and there's this swooping shot behind. And Aunt Becky is just like astonished. got the most astonished that look was, I've ever seen yeah, in the movie. That's the moment she falls in love right there. Yes, to me, that's yes. the moment, and she sells it really right. well as far as the acting in the movie being very like it's fun, but it's not like great. But there, that's right. a moment where it's just like wow, you can just see her kind of right. light up and perk up a little bit. It's incredible, Aunt Becky. We should have known. I wonder if in 1986, if everyone was going to watch this movie back then, did everyone think Bill Allen's going to be the next great thing? Well, I mean, like, the thing was just a huge dud. Like, it didn't make any money. (laughs) It made, like, like two million bucks at the the box office. He's no Ralph Macchio. He's no Ralph Macchio, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the movie, uh, I I do have some notes, uh, but do we want to finish the movie and then just kind of wrap it up? Let's do it. So, Helltrack, basically, to, to describe Helltrack, the opening of Helltrack, the actual track, is this 25-foot drop that's made out of wood, and it's kind of sloped, and then it goes into this dirt track, basically, for the rest of it. Yes. But it's this contraption, but it's supposed to be the toughest race ever. Well, when they were, when they were filming the movie, these guys were having, they were breaking their legs and the ramp was so high that finally the riders that were doing the stunt said we're out. So they had to do that. They basically uh, cut it out, but um, they couldn't film the race. Needham wanted to film the race in sequence. Like he wanted to do certain shots where the guys did the whole track, but the track was so hard that they couldn't. So they had to literally film sections at, at a time. Yeah. And it took them like two full weeks to do the the deal. But one of the – there's a lot of product placement in this movie. A lot of product oh, yeah, placement. definitely. And one of the things on the track, which I wondered what your reaction was when you saw this, is that there's a bowl with a spoon in it, a gigantic bowl with a spoon in it uh, for kicks. You remember that? Where they, they would go into the yes, bowl? Yes, yeah. And – there was just like a lot of product placement that in this movie great. that I didn't really realize had happened so early. Because I believe Taco Bell sponsors Helltrack. Is it? I didn't catch that at all. I, did, I, I do so. remember seeing some of this. I remember seeing Mongoose all over the place, which obviously ties in well. The other thing that I had uh, heard Needham talk about. Maybe it was 7-Eleven. Yeah, I do remember seeing 7-Eleven with Helltrack is that it was so muddy. When they got there to shoot mm-hmm. those scenes at the beginning, it had rained for like days. It was it was Seven Eleven and Chief Auto Parts. You remember Ooh, Chief Auto Parts? I do remember. <laughs> they Chief sponsored Helltrack. So, did you hear this story? How he dried the track out? No, uh-uh. they bring helicopters in. Yes. yes, and that's like such a classic like uh, stuntman move. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, well, just bring in a couple helicopters and have them fly around for a few hours. <laughs> Dried it up in like three or four hours. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I've heard other movies do that where they just really? bring in a deal. But uh, hey, real quick before I forget, I did track down Helltrack. It's in Midlothian. That's not too That's far. That's not too far. Okay. We should have done the podcast in Midlothian. I yes. think we should definitely make a road trip to Midlothian. Surely like somewhere they have in DFW, like right? some type. Yeah, I think it's just south, isn't it? South yeah. Fort Worth or something like that. Let's uh, do it. But I think that they do races and stuff there. Not even an hour and a half away. Oh my goodness! By car. Oh my goodness! Um, once Aunt Becky gets done with her time, uh, do yeah. you think that she'll show back up for like the Q and A? Probably yeah. not. Probably mm. not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but. Uh, 
anyway, so they, they run the race, um, and Crew's doing amazing. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a spill coming in one of those S curves. Yeah. Did, at any part of the track, did you think that the like, did you like, man, I really want to do that part of the track? Uh, no. The S curves no. looked like it would be fun. What about the ramp at the end where there was like a section out of it? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. It was like a like a semi like yes. half moon or something, but there was a section mm-hmm. out of it. That seemed really dangerous. It did. Mm-hmm. There were a few where even the one where they kind of came up and had to pop up onto a platform. Yes. And in the first really... go round, there's a few that wreck in that. But, you know, one thing I took like, and I know you've probably got more on this, on this final scene, but right. um, like to me, like, and I can remember, I feel like Grace experienced the same thing. We're watching it. And maybe crew is taking the lead or is really close and they're like two laps to go or they've got, they're halfway two laps to go. And I'm like, I think they drug this part out too long. Uh I think they drug it out too long. They didn't bother to cut any of that. It actually felt like we were watching all four of the laps. Yeah, we did watch all four laps. The, the, the end of the movie is, is long. There's never the thing that I think that they never cut a second of is bike footage. Well, and Needham's yeah. obviously the proudest of that moment. Yeah. He when he was talking about it on the DVD, he went on and on about that last scene, and you know was very proud of it for sure. Classic it, stuntman. Anyway, stuff. so uh, so crew at one point crashes. Yeah, and Bart's just in the bag. It's yes, in the bag. It's over. And what mm-hmm. happens? Well, stops. Well, first though, crew catches like crew passes probably ten people to close the gap and right. get back into yeah. second. Right. So crew closes the but gap, but he's still let's say forty, fifty feet back. You're not catching Jordan. No, you're not unless he does something. That's right. So he stops, and what does he do? Motions Wait. for crew. Bring it, bro. Yeah. Gives Bring crew. It. He takes like a, what a five, maybe five yard head start. Yeah. And they just mm-hmm. battle it out yes. at the end. And they come down the final stretch, the finish lines after the opening slope. Yeah. And the thing that we always wanted to do on our bikes was what Crew did as he crossed the finish line, which is he did like, he goes up and does like 360 for no reason. (laughs) No reason at all. Yeah. Like he's trying to win the race, but it's like, hey, I think I'm going to do a little profile in here. Why not? And he spins uh, as he goes across the finish line and wins. Hell track wins the race, the wins kid. the hundred k. The local kid. So Duke Bess at the end owns owes Crew Jones one hundred ten grand and the Corvette. Do you think Crew got all that money in the Corvette? Not only did he get yeah. that, but in one of the most touching parts of the whole movie, yes. he gets a new teammate. Mm-hmm. Because Rad at the end, is official. Bart gets fired. Now let's talk about and hold that. On. Real who invites? Super fast. Who invites Bart to be on the team? The sister. Punky Brewster. <laughs> Brewster. It's not Punky Brewster. Wesley. Okay, so here's the thing. So Bart Taylor obviously is lost. He's still extremely popular. Everybody's upset. He yep. Bart does uh, throw off the Michael Young twins. Yeah. He does yeah. sabotage so their race. So they're, they're super mad. Thanks. Way to go. Way You're to a go. real friend. We're a real friend, teammate. <laughs> And then Duke Best, who's got to be seven sheets of the wind at yeah, that point, yeah. fires Bart Connor on the spot. Right, mm-hmm. so Bart's Not just kind of Bart's just kind of sloped, slumped shoulders, pulls up on the rad team, shakes Crew's hand, and he's like, "Well, I heard you got fired." <laughs> like, so, so great, the screenwriting's like, "Well, I heard you got fired," and then Punky's like, "Hey, hey, bro, hey, big bro." <laughs> well, I like to Bart says with some confidence, like they're not the only game in town. Yeah, you know, and it's like, yes. all right, there he'll be fine. Well, he's like, and then yes. he's like, I don't think you know this, but I'm an Olympic gold medalist yes. gymnast. <laughs> I don't have to do this biking. <laughs> so this is not anyway, my first love. so basically, uh, do does the does the free is there a freeze frame of them lifting the bike yeah. together? Yeah. Yes, lifting Bart's bike. Bart's bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess to go over the fence. Yeah, yes. maybe to say, "Hey, you're coming over here with okay, us." Okay, so next question. Let's. The movie's over, which okay. is followed by end credits of another four minutes of bicycle stunts. Yes, with mm-hmm. more music. So you get four more minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> four more minutes. So what do you think, uh, crew? Um, he. Does he go off on his own? Does rad racing become its own thing? They get like 
does he he and Bart like Bart's not yeah. living in Cochrane? I'm sorry, he's no. not moving to Cochrane. No, look at that hair. <laughs> exactly, that's not living exactly. in Cochrane. <laughs> exactly, he's driving around in a Chevy new yeah. Chevy Blazers. Exactly, he's not he's not living in Cochrane. No. They're going, yeah. the, but his but his crew leaving Cochrane. I mean, he's a pretty sweet USA Today paperboy mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I feel like so. If you is the question, if you were writing Rad Two, yes. what's the next step for yes. crew? Uh, I, I'm going to think that crew, uh, races for six months, Bart goes home, but they kind of still have this kindred connection and they show up at places and race together. And then six months later, he takes the SAT, (laughs) right? He gets into Kansas state. (laughs) What if he, uh, passes the SAT with flying colors? Yeah. The FBI shows up, he goes undercover, Becomes a surfer, and then that movie becomes Point, Point Break. Break. I like yes. it. Yes. Um, there's a thousand things we could. Oh, there's absolutely. This. And a obviously, I wonder if you could take Chrissy or whatever her name was and develop that into Aunt Becky. I think you could. Can you introduce yes. John I Stamos? Think you could. And <laughs> what if all of a sudden there was this unreleased Full House, and it was just Aunt Becky out just shredding in the backyard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I do feel like Aunt Becky's stunt double was not that good, uh, b- mainly because it was a man. Well, obviously it was, and a smaller man than right. she was. I mean, right. it was like clearly the body frame didn't right. match up right. Right. No, there and was not no... even the hair really. She had these amazing highlights, yes. kind of mm-hmm. yes, flowing and, locks, yes. And hit and this dude, it was clear they just bought like the cheapest, the wig. you know, twelve inch black wig they found at the costume oh, store, the right. local Cochrane costume store. <laughs> right. Which, uh, when the bodysuit uh, woman goes into the one store and they like looking around and like mm-hmm. real yes. got a lot of attitude. Oh, yeah. this what these people Ooh. call yes. clothes? Do they not understand that That's you a good can wear a two year, girls? You rag can wear city. a leopard. Yeah. <laughs> You're rag city. <laughs> Don't, don't they understand you can wear a, a one-piece unitard a leopard yeah. print? Hey, so uh, I know we're maxed out here. Uh, so anyway, so a couple of, like, are you ready to, cl- to clean up? I'm sorry. Let's I do it. Adjust. Let's do it. So this movie has taken on a life of its own yeah. since it's been released. Uh, the reason that I brought it to you guys is because I had just bought it on Blu-ray uh, they had released this special edition because it was very hard to get. So I, I did uh, go on eBay to look at some of the things from Rad because you can only get it on um, VHS and Laserdisc. Do you know what Laserdisc is? No. So before, <laughs> do you know what Laserdiscs are? Yes. So before DVD, they used to have these Laserdiscs for the movie, and it was basically like pre-DVD. But I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. They were this big. And they had like a little round hole, and you put them in like a DVD or a CD, and they would only play 30 minutes to 45 minutes aside, and then you had to take the movie out and flip it over. I didn't know that part. And you also, most movies would have multiple discs. Oh, God. So you would have to, like every 30 minutes, like you would have to flip it. So anyway. Thank God for Netflix. Yeah. Thank God yeah. for Netflix. Yeah. Thank God for our sponsor, HBO Max. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So no I went Netflix. on eBay to see like what some of these things were going for. So a laser disc of Rad just sold for 150 bucks. The VHS just sold for thirty. Well, a lot of people still have their laser disc players like doing. Yeah. Uh, the one of the companies that's associated with Alamo Draft House just did some posters, some screen print posters. Those were going for 185. And the original vinyl of the soundtrack, somebody mm-hmm. just paid four hundred and fifty bucks for a copy, and there's one listed right now for five hundred. Oh wow! So wow. I thought maybe we could go threesies for it yes. for the vinyl. Yes, splitsies, splitsies. So, um, <laughs> the, we'll, we'll ask our investors. Yes, yes. Yeah. We'll ask H- H- HBO one. Max. Uh, but uh, the movie has never streamed before, and it's going to start streaming. It's the ninth. T- tomorrow it's going to start streaming yes. the tenth. Yes. It's going to be on altavod. dot com. Sounds A-L- like you're going to get a virus there. A l t a v o d. dot com. Is this off of Alta Vista? Yes. Well, it was like 
when the guy was doing the interview and he said that, I went, surely it's not altavod.com. <laughs> it is altavod.com. Oh I guess it's Alta Video On Demand VOD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're going to show right. It's going to be the first time it streams, and it's got some extra features and things oh, like that. So you're saying we have to do it. But you got two weeks to watch it. Two so if weeks. you listen to this podcast, you got two weeks, maybe less time. July 24th, it's gone yeah. again. If you're listening we to can... this podcast two weeks after we've recorded it, you're out of luck. Right. Just go, to, just go to YouTube and watch uh, Piece by Piece. Piece by Piece. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a watch party and live tweet it as we're going on the Whoa. Gen Divide Twitter. Finally get that how going. Many, how many followers does the Gen Divide Twitter have now? God. Yeah. Is it still Twitter? a two? <laughs> we don't really use Twitter that much. Yeah. So Maybe like three. None. We don't even promote it because we don't use it. Right. Yeah. We haven't. Maybe Who that's going to be Twitter. what Maddie does. The um, all right. So I have one more thing. I, did you have any more? I'm done. I did tell you I saw the exact DVD you've got go for 165 on eBay today. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't people just burn these still? No, no. Is that? I don't think computers have disk drives to burn. You have to buy like an external. Yeah, too much disk drive. work. It's way too much work. All right, so um, kind of with all that in mind, I have mm-hmm. gifts for both of you. <gasps> More Yay! gifts? More gifts. This is the best podcast <laughs> episode ever. Not only for our movie genius, but for my outstanding co-host. Maddie's over here going, again. where's my present? <laughs> I have to dig deep into the bag. Oh. No way. He is handing us. Oh. oh, my gosh. So we talked about the shirts. That Punky Brewster. That Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> he just handed us a rad racing shirt, both of us. Wow. Yes. Look at that. How about that? Now, and it doesn't It doesn't end there. It doesn't end what? there. There's oh, more? This is so is Bart, exciting. Is Bart One Connor, more gift. Has Bart Connor been in the closet One this whole time? Oh, gift. my gosh. One more gift. And this was, uh, I saw this... Uh, Actually, on the 25th anniversary of the movie, they did a big party and right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bill Allen was there as, as well as a bunch of like the real mm-hmm. bikers that were the stunts in it and all that stuff. And it was pretty cool looking. But I saw a guy in the crowd wearing this shirt, and I thought, "This is the shirt. Like that's really awesome." The rad yes. racing. It's I was so, like, "Yeah, that's it's cool. Yes. That's the iconic uh. thing from it." But to me, I was just like, "This would be the shirt." I would want <laughs> and it's, it's Sergeant Smith with go balls out. So right above. This is amazing. This is amazing. Well, thank you, sir. You bet. You wow. Bet. So quick, uh, quick anecdote. Uh, balls out was actually the name of the spec script that this really? is based on. Yeah. And they changed it to rad mm. because rad was like slang. It was like what all the kids were saying yeah, in 1985. Yeah. Like gnarly. gnarly. The name of the and he said it in the little like cameo deal, but the name of the the movie was supposed to be Balls Out. Yeah, hmm. I did not know that. Do you think that that would have worked on a poster? Do you think they would have made more than two million dollars? <laughs> How does a kid say, "Mama, want to go watch this movie called Balls Out"? <laughs> it's like, yeah, would that have been more no, or less money for them? It's yeah. a it's a bike movie. Was Mom? the vinegar syndrome or whatever yeah. it was called? Were that <laughs> yes. like is that original to it or is that no, who made no, the Blu-ray? Just the ones that made the okay. Blu-ray. Yeah, it's gonna say if you add that to the balls out part, then <laughs> right. it's really gonna raise some red uh, flags. Probably it's uh it's a it's a special movie. It's got a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people my age. Um, there are other movies that came along. Around that time, there's another movie called BMX Bandits that's not nearly as well thought of as Rad. And then some skateboard movies kind of took over. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a movie called Thrashing. There was a movie with Christian uh, uh, Slater called Gleaming the Cube. You ever yeah. seen those two? I feel like I did see Gleaming the Cube and Thrashing. So, and then there was like Rollerblade movies. Rollerblades got real big in the early 90s. So there's actually Rollerblade movies. You want to do a Rollerblade movie, Grace? Yes. Why not? Why no, not? No, the answer to that was no. You <laughs> failed. Always no, Greg. You failed. The answer well, and that's that is what no. when I was talking to Sean this morning, he was bringing up Gleaming the Cube, and he, uh, did he tell you that there's a trilogy? Yes, and what I told him was, and so like real quick, just as far as as far as Rad goes, this one I'd never seen it, and mm-hmm. the only thing when when Derek brought it up, 
I Googled it and watched the first thing I saw on YouTube, and it was like this grainy, horrible footage. Yes. And I was thinking, this is going to be such a low-rent production. Right. That... Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be kind of funny, maybe that, that like that was going to be the joke that it was such a low rent production, yeah. but instead, like it was such an amazing surprise, right? Uh, just from in, in terms of you know stumbling upon this, uh, whatever it is, thirty years or more after uh, the fact that uh, that this little piece of gold was back there in the eighties in my childhood, right. and I didn't experience it then, and probably wouldn't have appreciated it nearly as much. Sure. Probably would have changed my life because I probably would have dedicated myself to BMX biking I, and therefore have never considered a job at Blockbuster, never meeting <laughs> no. Derek or your mother. And, and there's no podcast. There's, there's, there's no, no podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> BMX wins. Well, I'll I say guess. maybe this is a testament to uh, the quality of this. But after watching Rad, even now, I have no urge to even just go ride my bike right now. But I will say, after we watch Back to the what Future, if we, went to Midlothian? we bought skateboards. Yes, that's true. We bought that skateboards true. Yeah. Back to the Future. I will say Everybody this. wanted to skateboard when they saw Marty McFly doing the uh, in the town square, that whole mm-hmm. thing. So I ride my bi- bike every day back and forth to work, and... Today, when I left at lunch, did I a, did listen to to, to oh, Thunder in My great. Heart or whatever. Did you and jump and do a 360? No, but it crossed like my Methodist mind Hill? a few times just when yeah. I was coming up on a curb, like, well, I could go around it yeah, or I could use it to catch a little air. And then you realize that that's how people your age die from biking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that said air would really only be like a split second long and an inch and a half high. Right. I wasn't yeah. going to do anything like Crew did. Yeah. But. I don't know. Awesome movie. It was a great pick. It, I, like I said, I can't imagine that there's another movie out mm-hmm. there like this that's going to be such a pleasant surprise right. as what Rad mm-hmm. is because we we watched it. We immediately watched it, uh, what, less than 12 hours for sure later. The very yeah. next morning we watched it again, again. and then we watched bits watch and pieces. So yeah, again. yeah. So outstanding pick. Very awesome. good. I have an idea. Yeah. So we didn't. We got into cameo a little bit. What if mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the next one? Maybe down the road. Yeah. But like each one of us got like uh, to backtrack real quick. I feel like we didn't. I didn't explain cameo the first time. Sure. Mm-hmm. But cameo dot com is basically this app and website where you can pay money and have a celebrity like Bill Allen slash Crew Jones <laughs> yeah. or Trevor or Trevor or Rye Bread. <laughs> or Rye Bread. Uh, you can pay them to do like a message or a song or whatever. You can ask yeah. some questions or whatever. Uh, so and they I have think some big ones on there. Oh yeah. They have Very some huge big. people on there. Um, but they're like, and they vary price and whatever. What if we did a cameo podcast? Each one of us got like, a budget, a budget, I love it, of like ten or fifteen dollars, and then we did X number of cameos, and we made it a contest to see who could do, who could get the best cameos. I like it. We That's could amazing. have a judge. I'm writing this down right now. All it's right, cameo contest. So anyway, we could figure that out down the road. Uh, I thought that that would be a good idea because it's just there's just it's a wasteland of yeah i'm in see celebrities and but mm-hmm. here's the thing this is really why i was bringing this that you two have to put yourself on there for one dollar yeah and just see yes. what happens and just see what happens why not why not That'd as podcasts as podcast people and tiktok people mm-hmm. hey, grace is becoming a tiktok person yes i have lots of tiktoks now i did have one other note derek that i just had to tell you about the movie okay and i and i'm i ha- so as I was looking into Needham, because on, on the DVD you gave us, right. I was just enamored by this guy. Right, yeah. And li- like looking at him. And, you know, he worked very closely with Burt Reynolds. Right. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is loosely based on Reynolds and Needham. Right. You knew that. Well, Burt Reynolds was supposed to be in that movie, was and, then, he? and then he died. Oh, he died. Gosh. He was supposed to be <laughs> Bruce Stern's character that was the one who owned the, the former yes. ranch. Like the ranch that they used to shoot. Yeah. At. He was supposed to be that guy in the bed. So uh, that would have been good. But I, I, I didn't know that. And so then I, first, I just started going down this really long deep uh, rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah, just chasing all this how Needham stuff. 
uh, just to think at some point he climbed up on Burt Reynolds's roof and fixed an antenna right. and smoked a cigarette. And, and envisioned himself beating up Bruce Lee. Put gloves on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put, put, glo- yes. put BMX gloves on. <laughs> BMX on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, a letter grade for uh, Rad? Oh, no. Uh, uh, it's A plus for me. Like, I would sit. It's got yes. immediate rewatchable all over it. Anytime mm. it was on, I would stop. That's kind of one track. of the shames of like it not being like it should be on Netflix or Amazon, it should. like yes. for free. I mean, you know, part of your subscription. But I think doesn't it add a little bit to it? I mean, now that's, I want it. That's there. become the reason why yes. it's so popular is exactly. because it's so rare to yeah. find. But but it's think? an immediate stop down. What do you think, Grace? Uh, solid A. Solid A. Just Riverdale is the only thing that's an A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Just River, Riverdale and Friends that you can only find on our sponsor, HBO Max. HBO Max. Yes. Anyway, I give uh, it a. It's just it's just a part of the childhood. Yeah, it's just straight nostalgia. It's so amazing. It's I loved it. A plus for me as well. I would encourage anyone to go out, find a way to uh, to watch it, and you've got these next ten days. I guess where we'll be yeah, out there. We'll share a link yeah. on altavod.com. Altavod.com. It's not a uh, scam site. No, no, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> and it's and We're it's hoping. got about an hour of extra features. Awesome, an hour. Ooh. An hour. I'm all in. Now we're going to get to learn more about his dad. And yeah. Katie probably has all a much of the bigger deleted role. deleted scenes. Yeah, hopefully. It's going to probably sucker punch me for an $11 rental <laughs> fee. <laughs> <laughs> so, no late fees, though, now, Derek. Hey, Can't get late fees on streaming. Super ex- just thrilled with the gifts. Thanks awesome. again for the you gifts. You bet. You bet. Thank you for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Both, and you both had movies. Crew Jones wish you a, a yes, belated happy that's birthday. That's amazing. That is awesome. <laughs> Um, the two movies we've selected so far couldn't be, uh, further apart. (laughs) Couldn't be more alike. (laughs) So now that the, uh, now that Derek foiled my, uh, plan and everyone knows that do the right thing was really my pick Yes, and rad was Derek's pick. Grace will be up next. Um, do you know, or do you want to wait and we can put it on? So, all right. So we'll post something. Do you know what it is, but you just want the suspense? I have some ideas. Okay. I don't know. Looking forward to it. We'll wait until you finalize it. Um, Will either of the Sprouse twins be in them? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. There are some of the options. Probably. Just don't pick five feet apart. I I, I just couldn't make it through that movie. It just tore my heart in two. I didn't even want to watch it. I didn't. It's so sad. I don't even know what you are talking about. Just when you said oh. twins, all I thought about was the two guys that are with Bart Taylor doing their dance. <laughs> Peekaboo behind the woman in the bodysuit. Do you think that we could get that video posted on Instagram of you recreating that scene? I think we could. We could. We obviously can't put the, the mm-hmm. actual video itself from the movie on Instagram, but maybe you could replicate it. Yeah, by Could all we means. get the Sprouse twins to replicate it? Dun, 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 dun. A little bit <laughs> divide. Incredible. <laughs> maybe they're on Cameo. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe we can just pay them. <laughs> All right. So I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you go out and enjoy the movie Rad. So this is the halfway point, right? Yeah, this we is the halfway point. We have another, we have <laughs> another hour, 45 break. minutes. Then we're going to come come back and dissect the your, similarities between Do the Right Thing and, and 60 Rad. seconds away from kicking me out of this no, house. It's I like 10.30 p.m. I doubt <laughs> it. This is the new longest podcast, though. Mm-hmm. What are you talking uh, about? Do the right thing was like an hour and fifty minutes. You said that this the other is. Day. We are this j- the- knocking on the door of two right no, now. No, we're not. We're at uh, one fifty-six and a half. You're going to have to release this <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> well, we did take a nice break oh, during our yeah. break. Gosh. But I think that was at like the thirty. I am mark. not kidding. As I was driving down here <laughs> yeah. uh, earlier today, I was like, "You're you're doing an hour. Don't overstay your welcome. You're doing an hour. No, it was no. awesome. I knew this. The one movie was, was be far long. too good it for was that. Great, impossible. I know we couldn't we have made it categories. one hour. There's stuff I didn't even get to. There's stuff I didn't even get to in my notes. Mm. But it's we didn't fine. even get to do categories. No, mm. it's uh, <laughs> darn it. And I honestly now all I really want to do is write rad two. Hey, can we just do overtime now? That. We just YouTube some overtime yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why not. Um, Grace, what else do we need to mention? Um. Do we know well, now I feel podcast? like I want to encourage 
all, all of our listeners to go get a cameo from Ryebread19. <laughs> Whatever that guy's selling, we need to be buying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And make sure to let him know that the people from Gen Divide sent you. Yes. That's a yes. good idea. Um, it, it, it's a given we're, getting, we're going to interview him, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. We have to. Just another reason mm-hmm. to master this remote Zencaster or Zoom or whatever we're going to use for that interview. Now, does Zencaster use video at all? They're in beta right now, but they will. Okay. We can mm-hmm. Zoom with him. It yeah. might be best to Zoom with him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I want to see the guy while we're doing it. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for his future cameos now because he's got it. We've we've done the songs. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to do something else now. Yeah. Maybe just read to us <laughs> like a just, dramatic reading of just like. One page of The Great Gatsby. Yes. Or <laughs> even just like a Law and Order. You just know, like script. a random Law and Order and he's acts what out if he did, multiple parts. What oh. if he did both parts of that one scene that we just played? That would be great. Rad. That would be awesome. That's a good idea. And he just went back and forth in costume. <laughs> I like he it. He was the mom and he was crude. <laughs> hey, we want you to that recreate like this scene. That seems like be something Please. on TikTok already. Like they yeah. set up for you to play both parts of that. that. I think <laughs> that's a trend. That probably wouldn't play as well on the podcast, but I think it would be awesome on <laughs> like would, Instagram. Yes. No doubt. All right, so we're going to finish under two hours, guys, because mm-hmm. you we're want there. me to just start singing the soundtrack? We're there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't really even play the music. If anything, go listen to that. Maybe we'll add that to our Spotify playlist. It's on playlist. Amazon for sure. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. I, I assume it's on, it's on Spotify. Yeah, that's okay. where I found it. Okay. So uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're at Gen Divide Podcast. On Facebook, just search Gen Divide Podcast. Uh, you can email us with any feedback, Gen Divide Podcast at gmail.com. But make sure you subscribe, listen, rate, review, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Derek, thank you one more time. It was awesome tonight. Thanks really for all the gifts. It. You bet. Thanks for thank the hospitality. You. Thank you for Crew Jones's birthday wishes directly for me. <laughs> Isn't that great? And, and Rybread19 Rye wrote Bread a song 19. about you. God. He said something about you knowing all the facts. Yes. I, I know all that the was facts. the lyrics. I know all the facts, and she knows what's happening today. You know what? If I was really wise or smart, I would have had him say that you were a grandfather. Yes. That he would have sung about you being the grandfather. Yes. <laughs> that would have been great. All right, guys, so we're going to wrap it up. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And until next time, I'm Scott signing off. And I'm Grace. Bye. Balcony is closed. Shut it down.